0: This is me, The Diary of Chris Gilmore, Season 1, Episode 3. Firstly, I just wanted to start the podcast with, again, a really big thank you. Uh, Episode 2 saw our most amount of listeners. Um, so for the week, we we had over a thousand listeners uh, tune into that podcast. So um, and got a lot of messages again, which was great. It's always good to get those and you know keeps me wanting to do more and more of these. So today's going to be a fairly long podcast. I've got uh, a fair bit to share with you guys that's happened in the last week and we'll get straight into it. But um, the first note that I had in my diary here was decisions and like my role as the owner of a company is to make many decisions on the path that I would like our business to go and where I want to take it and making decisions that arise during the day. And uh, uh, many decisions can be made every single day in business. And now these decisions I make, truthfully, probably aren't always the right decision for the business. But at that time of making that decision... I always feel it's right and most of my decisions are always just based on like gut feels. I have to make some tough decisions during the day, whether that be the branding of our company, hiring or firing staff, cash flow decisions, and just general decisions around the business and what I feel is the best for the company. A situation came up last week between some staff where I was hoping my sales manager and employees, they could work it out, but uh, we could tell that it probably wasn't gonna work out itself. So unless actually someone just made a decision. So they asked me, I was brought into the meeting and normally before a meeting, I've already got my mind made up on the course of which you know I wanna take um, things. And the tough thing about being a director of a company is sometimes that your decisions, they won't always be liked by the receiving person. Um, or people so and this this goes for just normal things in that happen in your daily life. It just not work, so your decisions can affect the outcome of any situation, but as a leader. It just comes with that territory. So we had the meeting and the decision was made and the meeting was over within just two minutes. And obviously in partnerships, people have different opinions and and thoughts on the way things should run, etc. And I've had plenty of knowledge of that. When, When we started this company 11 years ago, there was actually four of us in the company. And I kid you not, all four of us would sometimes want to head in different ways with the way the business should be run or how we thought it should be run. However, I can say that we never fought and we would always put the company first. Now, as time has progressed, I've brought two of those partners out. Uh, now just leaving myself with 80% share of the company and so now I do have a lot more say of course and being the major shareholder of the business. With that responsibility however, I always still consult to my business partner because um, he's got many more years experience than what I do. He's much older than me, um, he's been in the game for a lot longer and I just sort of use him as the sounding board to making the right call when it does come to our business because we've both got you know the, the same interest at heart and that's the right thing by the company But one thing I do try, however, is always try to be as fair as possible. And during a phone conversation I had with one of my staff, I made the statement to him that how important is the money or the friendship um, to that particular staff member? And look, at the end of the day, money will come and it will go. But for me and the way that I want to build our company is that the culture and being a team is more important to me and the top priority for me moving forward with the business. That's a question I will put to all business owners or managers out there. What is more important, money or culture? Years ago, I had to make a a very hard stance in my belief around this as a leader and making sure we would always have a harmonious working environment. Early in the start of All Properties Group, we had many agents come and go and look, that is just the nature of the beast in real estate. I can recall on two occasions, especially when we would have all these meetings and it was always about this particular person in our business and they would just consume so much of our time and whether the money is worth keeping them or moving them on and we had this one agent, and man, most of our meetings were just like totally consumed on the topic of this guy. Agents hated him. Outside of the company, people just hated him. Clients hated him. But he was bringing into the business around four hundred odd thousand dollars a year, which is it's pretty decent for a real estate agent to be bringing that sort of money into an office. But the hassle and the headaches and the destruction that they were leaving in their path, it wasn't worth a cent of what they were bringing into the company. So we made that tough decision to let them go because we believe culture was more important than the money. And this is where you need to make a decision. Is the money more important to you or is the culture and the well being of your staff more important? totally off topic but like the other day I was I was watching the NRL grand final and for those that know me I love my sport and I pretty much watch any sport on the planet except for soccer I just think soccer is the most boring not exciting sport ever uh created but I'll leave that alone uh for this podcast because I don't really want to offend anyone that's listening but anyone that's listening, me not offend someone, come on. Um, but look, when I was watching watching that final game, I always say like the team or the person who wants it more will win. And that's pretty much how I think it, it always is the case. You can have all the talent in the world, but if your opponent believes it or wants it more, then they generally, they're always going to win. And we can really bring this into practice of thinking into everyday life, especially in business. Now, for those new to listening, my career or our profession is real estate. And I absolutely take my profession like a sport each day I have to do certain mundane things in order to get to the end result which many agents don't like doing and they get sick of it they get bored of it they see no results um, fast so they, they give up but like for us like prospecting for new business is to find a new seller and the easiest way to explain real estate is like hunting and we're hunting for new business such as a seller and once we have that property for sale we're then hunting for a buyer and then when we close the deal, we have pretty much hunted and killed the prey, so to speak. Like that's that's sort of like some sort of analogy to, to get you to understand how it is. But I treat real estate in a respectful way when it comes um, to my competitors. But at the end of the day, it's fight for survival. So that really got me thinking about what makes a person so special or a team so special. So... How do you go from good to great to being unstoppable in your life or in your sport, your career? Well, it's pretty simple when you break it down and decide which one you are. And I'm going to ask you this question at the end of this, but like, are you either a cooler, a closer, or a cleaner? Let me explain. Let me explain. So, coolers, they have an amazing game. Closers have an amazing year, but cleaners have amazing careers. Coolers worry about the competition. Closers study the competition and plan their attack based on their competition where cleaners make the competition study them. Callers will avoid taking the winning shot. Closers will take the shot if they know they've got a good chance at it. Cleaners just trust their gut and they don't have to think about it. Callers won't offer to take on a role that they're not comfortable with. Closers will take the role if you ask them, but cleaners don't wait to be asked. They just do it. Callers let others decide whether they're successful and wait to see if you approve. Closers feel successful when they get the job done and cleaners never feel as if they've achieved success because they will always want more. Coolers don't want to carry a team. Closers want the credit for getting the job done. Cleaners rarely congratulate you for doing the job because they just expect it. So the closer can win the game if given the opportunity but the cleaner creates the opportunity. Let me say that again. The closer can win the game if given the opportunity, but the cleaner creates the opportunity. So let me set the scene. It's quiet, it's dark, you're alone. You're always alone even even when you're in a crowd and you're surrounded with screaming fans, let's just say the size of the MCG, they're chanting your name. You're alone in your head, alone with that buzz that no one else can feel. There's no distractions. And right now it's all about you, that dark side pushing you, burning in you, driving you to do it, to know that you can succeed in whatever you are chasing in life. You can hear your heart, you control every beat, you're in total control and you are in the zone. You know that others around you are emotional, they feel scared or jealous or even excited or they have no clue to understand what is going on inside you and your mind but you feel ready that is the impact of a cleaner being in the zone everything you feel all of your energy there is no one that can see it coming you leave all the drama and the chaos to others that isn't you you're saving it all for what lies ahead in life for all the time that we spend working on our careers and talents going to school university building a business making money and even just training in the gym It's always your mental focus and concentration, your ability to control your environment and the heartbeats of others that determines whether you're going to succeed or not. When you think about your body and all of your muscles and your bones, and at the top of your body is your brain just floating around in your head, it's easy to find information about our entire body and what each muscle or ligament can do, but you can find almost nothing about the intricate function of your brain and why it allows you to think a certain way or to act a certain way and to remember certain things in your lifetime. So ask yourself, which one are you in life? Are you a cooler, a closer, or are you the cleaner? I know which one I am and those that know me personally I'm pretty sure you'll understand which one you think I am. But what I do is, what I what I recommend you guys do, go and buy the book, Relentless, by Tim S. Grover. It will totally, absolutely just change your outlook on how you push yourself to the limits, whether that's in your personal life, your sporting, or in your career. So that leads me to my next point in my diary, which I wrote down goal setting. Now, the purpose of effective goal setting is to achieve what you want in life in a successful, focused, and decisive manner by taking the right actions, but in a lesser time frame. Who doesn't want to achieve more in less time? Yet so many of us abandon our goals before we actually even accomplish them. So why is that? Some of the reasons include lack of confidence, not having a workable plan for achieving them, being unrealistic by expecting too much too soon, fear of failure, and lastly, just putting too much pressure on ourselves to accomplish them. Now, I'm a very impatient person and when I started tackling triathlon, I went into the sport with what you would say, too much ego or confidence. I thought I was super fit. I could ride, I could run, I could swim well. And when I started finishing outside the top 50%, I really had to look at myself and say, shit, I'm not as good as I thought I would. And so it was time to set some goals to progress to my end goal, which is to qualify for the world championships in Ironman. So luckily... There are strategies and behaviors that we can adopt for successfully setting and achieving goals. Know that you deserve success and achievement before beginning the process of setting your goals. Know that you deserve success and that it is achievable for anyone who puts his or her mind to it. You, you must believe that you can do it and when you set out to do it and that you possess the talents and abilities for doing it. Now, unless you begin with this crucial premise, your efforts will be thawed and you'll fall short of accomplishing what you want. Determine what you want. One of the biggest problems people have in setting goals is effectively is not knowing what they actually really want. Lacking a clear concept of what you want in life will make this difficult to proceed. The one thing all successful people have in common is that they are extremely focused and intensely goal oriented They know what they want and they understand it takes setting goals to achieve it. You must plan, organize, and prioritize your goals in smaller but manageable chunks. If you look at everything you want to achieve at once, you may find it really daunting and just overwhelming, so it's best to organize and prioritize your goals. Instead, devise a workable plan for each item that you want to accomplish. You know that your health goals need to be ongoing ones. So establish a daily routine or agenda that you can keep up with on a regular basis. Goals give you focus while a life purpose gives you a general direction. Your goals give you laser focus as to what exactly to spend your time and energy on. Having goals will actually make you accountable. Rather than just talk, you are now obligated to act. This accountability is accountability to yourself, not anyone else. No one knows the goals you have set. The last note I've made in my diary is just about life and the little things, um, the minor things and the major things. And do the major, do the major things, they are just really minor in the big picture. So the past few days have really got me thinking about certain things happening in my life right now, which I won't go into into detail just yet. But I promise you, one day I will. But it really got me thinking of the little things that annoy the shit out of me and. When I think deep down that actually they don't really matter in my life. Putting things into perspective and what matters really changes your outlook on life. Such little time that we have on this earth. So why waste it? Why waste your time wondering what if? Fuck living with regret. Spend time with those who you want to spend time with and cherish every single moment that you have with your inner circle because... There will be a day when something could be just taken away from you. You lost a game, so fucking what? It's a game. Just get better. It's simple. You lost a big client at work. Shit, that happens to me all the time in real estate. Owners list their homes with another agent and I think they're nuts, but I have a saying, an owner deserves the agent that they've hired, so I get over it pretty quickly. It's just work. If someone is driving slow in the right lane and you build up all this anger and anxiety, it's not good for you. And for what? You arrived at your destination eight seconds late. So it was just a quick note that I'd made at the end of last week about what really matters to you and in your life and just stop sweating the small stuff. Thanks for listening and remember, no regrets.